0: Topic is nutrition for the cold and flu season. So I bet many of you are thinking they're going to talk about foods like vitamin C and oranges. And yes, while it's true that we do need more vitamin C at this time of year to protect our immune systems, you know we recognize that most people know about vitamin C already, supporting the immune system. So today we're going to spend a lot of the next hour talking about something a little bit different. And that is how bone broth will boost your immune system so you can ward off getting a cold or flu this season. And if you drink bone broth every day, I mean, that is just amazing for, you know, your immune preventing system, yes. what is going around these days. That's right. <laughs> My name is Kara Carper and I'm a licensed nutritionist. I have a master's degree in holistic health and joining me today as my co host is Marcy Vaskey. She's also a licensed nutritionist and she has a master's in clinical nutrition.
1: Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yeah. It's so nice to be in the studio with you again. Yeah. Um, you as well. Yeah. You know, and this topic is very timely. You know, we're running into this time of year where everybody's getting sick and, Feeling cold for sure today, right?
0: I know. You said your car said it was nine. Yes. Not good. No. (laughs) Not happy about that in the fall. (laughs) That's for sure.
1: You know, and what's so um, to build on this topic, you know, what's even more important is, uh, you know, preventing colds and the flu is that car and I both have kids going to school every day. So like many of you listeners who are listening out there this morning, they're getting exposed to all of the viruses that are floating around, just waiting to strike to put one of our kids in bed with a fever, <laughs> right? And yeah, you totally. know, every year, starting in November, it really is like clockwork. You know, the sounds of that coughing and the sneezing that goes on in schools and in the workplace, you hear people sniffling noses, you know, you're you're even walking around in grocery stores. It's happening at the gym, the health clubs. I mean, yeah. everybody is sneezing, coughing, doing something, <laughs> right? Yep. And so, of course, we don't want, you know, we don't want to be calling in sick. But, you know, soon enough, we'll know, you know, the kids, we have to make that call. Kids aren't going to school. And then a few days later, <laughs> you're not going to work. Right, which right. Which is not good. You're home
0: taking care of your sick kid. You get it. Yep. And it just Kid keeps goes going back on. to school and then you're home. Right. Sick. Exactly. <laughs> As a working parent, when my child gets sick and has to stay home from school, just like you, Marcy, mm-hmm. you know, we have to kind of scramble to make arrangements for someone to do child care. And I'm sure a lot of you listeners go through a similar situation. You're thinking, OK, it's five o'clock in the morning. My <laughs> yeah. kid has a sore throat, fever, whatever it is. Who's going to care for them because I need to go to work I have a big meeting I have a big call a presentation or you know maybe you just don't want to be getting behind at work for whatever reason Mm -hmm. so I try to avoid these situations altogether by really being proactive and concentrating on how can I build up my daughter's immune system to prevent viruses from being brought home to our house you know, and then mom and dad don't get sick either, <laughs> right? Right,
1: exactly. You know, and I've had a one. I've had more than one client say to me, "We, you know, someone's sick in the house, and it just runs through the whole family." So we know how easy yeah. that happens. So the prevention of it is so key. You know, and we could recommend eating blueberries because, of course, blueberries are full of vitamin C and that beta carotene, potassium and several different antioxidants that are going to help support that immune system. But again, we think most of you, because you guys are smart and are are our longtime listeners, already know to feed your children blueberries and also to avoid giving your children juice, right? So just as a reminder, an 8-ounce glass of juice contains about 8 teaspoons of sugar. So that's a glass of orange juice um, or a simple glass of apple juice. It has eight teaspoons of sugar. And you might be thinking, well, what does that have to do with my immune system? But that that load of sugar is going to bring down that immune system. And the sugar feeds your bacteria and the viruses. So, you know, think about it. Sugar feeds bacteria, Mm -hmm. viruses, and even cancer. You know, I don't want to give my kids juice. And, but a lot of people kind of get sucked into the juice ads on TV. You know, they're they're created to sell a lot of juice, and they're so convincing. So parents out there believe that they're bad parents if they're not giving their mm-hmm. child juice in the morning. You know, isn't that normal? Yeah. Isn't that what we should be doing? Um, but giving your child a glass of juice that has eight teaspoons of sugar, now you know it just makes
0: absolutely yeah. no sense. Right, Kara? Right. And I mean, I think people do have that misconception a lot of it is from the media or you know people just have these nutritional myths that just kind of circulate we don't even know where we heard them but oh my child is sick i should give them orange juice right not really realizing that there are eight teaspoons of sugar because all they're thinking about is the vitamin c right gotta be good yeah so there's other ways to get vitamin c i mean like we we when my daughter gets sick, we give her oranges, yeah, or strawberries or blueberries are all very high in vitamin C. Yeah,
1: exactly. So,
0: you know, Marcy, I remember a book by Robert Crayon, yeah, Nutrition Made Simple, mm-hmm. and he is he quotes something a statistic about sugar that when we have something like sugar, which would be considered an eight ounce glass of juice, mm-hmm. is all of that sugar, our immune system is paralyzed for several hours interesting interesting word yeah I always remember that because I picture the immune system just like stopping it's freezing up when you have like a high-sugar food which includes juice unfortunately and yes exactly (laughs) so that's just one more nutritional myth that food manufacturers have advertised us into believing is true (laughs) for sure so now you're probably wondering well what's a better
1: option So this might surprise you, but today we are going to talk about how
0: bone broth boosts our immune system. And if you're unfamiliar with bone broth, let me get you up to speed. So first of all, bone broth has been around for thousands of years and has always been considered a healing food. And if you think about it, everyone recommends eating chicken soup when you're sick with a cold or the flu. And frankly, when most people recommend chicken soup... You know, they're not referring to going to the grocery store and buying a can of chicken soup. I, I believe that canned soups are another one of those nutritional myths. And we need to ask ourselves, what is in most of those canned soups? Like, what ingredients are we talking about yeah, here? Yeah, what, what's happening with this?
1: Um, so let's kind of, you know, take a dive in and really look inside and see what's in these canned soups that we've been told are so healthy for us. And, you know, just go get a can um as nutritionists i know the dangers of eating most canned soups you know i don't let my kids eat canned soup why because most of the inside lining of the cans contains something called bpa and i think a lot of people are familiar with that word Mm -hmm. Um, but bpa has been found to be an endocrine disruptor okay so what does that mean well and the first thing I always ask is, what are the health risks of that? What does that mean? So, studies have linked that BPA to early onset of puberty, reproductive issues, obesity, things like insulin resistant, and even precancerous changes. So, those are all wow. endocrine complications. Wow. Yeah, right?
0: So, the BPA is in the lining of a lot of canned goods, is what you're saying.
1: Yes, okay. exactly. So now let's take a look at maybe some of the ingredients that might be in the canned soup. And one that stands out always is something called MSG.
0: Yeah, and you know, if, if listeners tuned in last week, and you can always go get the podcast at mm-hmm. weightandwellness.com or even on iTunes. But last week, Dar, Carolyn, and Melanie talked about the dangers of MSG, which is monosodium glutamate and the dangers of that to brain health. For most of us, if we want to think right and have good focus, have positive moods, we really need to be avoiding anything that has MSG as an ingredient. And so are you aware that MSG is added to canned soup? It's to enhance the flavor. And Melanie said last week on Dishing Up Nutrition that MSG lies to us. So it makes us think that something tastes better than it really does. And MSG, there's all kinds of studies linked to, you know, the more MSG someone consumes, the more they're going to gain weight. There can be liver inflammation, headaches, and migraines. I know there's a yeah. big long list like joint pain, skin rashes. I mean, the list oh kind of goes gut on
1: issues. I mean, a lot of that kind of you know dysbiosis going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, It's a big problem, and I think people just don't realize what is in the food that they're eating. And whenever you Mm -hmm. say, well, you're eating MSG, well, they just look at you like, what are you talking about? I don't, you know, and or they've heard of that, but they don't know that it might be causing their skin rash or their headache. Right.
0: You know, so we have to really be detectives, don't we? And be kind of
1: reading all the labels. We sure do. We sure do. You know, and I think it's time for our first break, Cara, so let's do that. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Today, we are having a discussion about how to stay well during the cold and flu season. What can you and your family do to nutritionally support your immune system so you can get through this season feeling great? Well, I just read, actually, that the average child comes down with, get this, six colds every year. Wow. That's a lot. That is so sad, right? So stay tuned to hear some simple remedies you can use to support your family's immune system.
0: Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Here are some questions I want you to consider. How do you want to feel throughout the holidays? Do you want to feel stressed? Do you want to feel bloated? Do you want to feel tired and fatigued? Or would you like to feel great, think great, and look great? Well, I think I know the answer to that. (laughs) That's (laughs) kind of a no-brainer. For sure. But the choice really is all yours. And, you know, something, a practice like eating in balance with a good protein, vegetable and fruit carbohydrates and healthy fat, eating like that every three hours is a great solution for thinking, feeling and looking great. Because... We know that this practice of nutrition works, and this is what our philosophy is at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Mm -hmm. So is it time to make an appointment with your nutritionist? Call 651-699-3438, and you can talk to the front desk staff about getting your appointment set up today.
1: Sounds great. So we're back to talking about bone broth for our immune system. You know, uh, we kind of went over the MSG, so everybody knows that's in some canned soups. But there's one other quality concern about canned soups. So unless you're looking at your can and it says um, USDA organic on the label, the soup is most likely going to contain something called GMOs, which is a genetically modified organism. So for example, the vegetables in the soup may have been treated with pesticides or herbicides which we don't want in our bodies. So when this occurs, the soup is actually more of a chemical soup rather than a healing soup, Mm. right? Yeah. So what are we saying is that this good healing soup is to support your immune function and your health. What you want to do is avoid the canned soups. Just stay out of the aisle. Remember, we're always talking about (laughs) shopping around the perimeter of the store, right?
0: I know and it I think it's so easy to people are thinking, "Oh, I'm sick or someone in my household is sick. I'm just going to go to the grocery store and stock up on either boxed or canned or even frozen soup for sure." But really all of those, I mean, I've spent a fair amount of time looking at labels mm-hmm. and trying to find one that was good and it's just they have MSG, yeah. they genetically modified, just all the stuff that we've been talking well, about. Exactly. There's always
1: something wrong in it. So yeah. it's so much
0: better to make your own yeah really the best option is making our own soup, starting with a homemade bone broth and of course you know whenever possible we would recommend making your bone broth with bones that come from animals that were grass-fed and fed organically and and also adding you know when you're putting vegetables in the soup try to get organic vegetables And I find, you know, when many of our older clients, when we sit down with them for the first nutrition counseling session and we kind of go over what they're eating, Mm -hmm. they're really thinking that they're doing a good thing by having a can of soup for lunch. Oh, for sure. And they're thinking this is a healthy meal. But by the end of the appointment, you know, they they come to realize the truth, which is canned soup may be very convenient, but it is not a healthy meal it really isn't. And
1: you know, there's one more thing about MSG. The first time I actually I learned about MSG was when I was reading the book called Excitotoxins: The Taste That Kills. And this was written by Dr. Russell Blaylock, and he's actually a retired neurosurgeon. So if you want to know a little bit more information about MSG, just pick up his book. It's called Excitotoxins: The Taste That Kills. But what Dr. Blaylock said was that MSG is an excitotoxin, and it's really just best to be avoided. Um, those excitotoxins are something that they actually damage or, and kill our nerve cells. And it's due to that excessive stimulation by the nervous system, because that's what the huh. MSG is doing. Wow. Right?
0: So just kind of one more negative side effect or symptom that can happen from MSG. From
1: a food substance. Yeah. Right?
0: That's kind of scary. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what some of the benefits to your immune system are when you are drinking bone broth or eating a wonderful soup that's made from bone broth. So at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we will often say your immune function really starts in the digestive system, especially in the small intestinal tract. We say that all the time. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it might come as a surprise to some of you that Bone broth is one of the most nutrient-dense healing foods for the digestive system. So it's a great way to heal your gut and also to support your immune system. And Marcy, I think you, I'm not sure which one of us is talking in a little bit about how, is it 80 to 90% of our immune system starts in the gut? Yeah. You know, that's a remarkable amount,
1: right? 80%. And I think too, so many people just don't realize that as well. You know, they think, well, I don't know how much they think about their immune system. It's just something that happens. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if we're not keeping our gut healthy, we are not going to have the kind of immunity that we want.
0: Right. We're going to be more susceptible to catching whatever's going around. Right. So over the years, we've had many clients who are drinking homemade bone broth, and if they do it for, let's say, a month, they notice a huge improvement with their their gut and their digestive sim- issues go away. Right. It's healing. You know, and so why
1: should you choose bone broth as your drink of choice? Um, there are a number of benefits to drinking some bone broth every day. And number one, we'll start with, it will help provide you with a stronger immune system to fight off those fluids flu's and colds this winter. You know what everything we're talking about today. Number 2, just like what Car said, it enhances your digestion, so you're going to experience, you know, that less bloating, less diarrhea, less gas, maybe even re- less reflux or constipation. And who doesn't want that? I mean, if all I had to do was drink <laughs> right. some darn bone broth to not have be constipated, I'd be all on it. Um, you know, and number three, it also helps with other digestive problems, such as um, leaky gut and also IBS, irritable bowel syndrome.
0: And not only that, Marcy, bone broth is going to help develop healthier joints, ligaments, yes. and tendons. And it also helps to maintain healthy young-looking skin. And all of these benefits come from, you know, the fact that bone broth has undenatured collagen. And in homemade bone broth, the collagen it's coming from, like if you're making a chicken right. bone broth, the collagen is coming from the chicken bones. And it's just called undenatured collagen. Mm-hmm. So that specific type of collagen can be used to heal the lining Of your digestive tract also your joints tendons ligaments cartilage and again keeps your skin looking young and healthy well I would do it just for that right you know
1: age is becoming less on my side these every single day right (laughs) you know so as everybody is hearing homemade bone broth has amazing ability to sport many different avenues but today we're specifically talking about how just drinking twelve ounces of bone broth a day can help support that immune function. Function, you know, whether it's to avoid that cold or flu this year, or even cancer in the future. And just as we talked about earlier, it does. Um, our immune system is eighty percent. You know, it's believed that eighty percent of it lies within your intestinal tract, and. Another way to support your intestinal tract would even be to do some balance every day, sure. a little bit of a probiotic.
0: I and mean, That's going
1: to keep your digestive system, you know, heal that leaky gut and everything as well.
0: So if people are looking for a probiotic, sounds like what you're saying is look for one that has some bifidobacteria in it.
1: For sure. yeah,
0: That good strain for the immune system.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So many of us nutritionists and other staff went to, it's called the Great Lakes Nutrition Conference, and we attend it every year. And we were recently reminded just a couple weeks ago at the conference how having a healthy gut is really going to set us up to have healthy immune function. And so we'll say it again, but chicken bone broth is one of the best natural sources of collagen. And that's a type of protein. It's needed to form the tissue that makes up the lining of our digestive tract. So, you know, Marcy, you had talked about how it's going to help your gut. It's going to reduce IBS symptoms, even something more serious, like some autoimmune conditions called Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis. So if you can picture, just picture your intestinal tract, and it really should be free of any, I guess, holes or permeability is the term. You know, if you think about if we have holes in our intestinal tract, undigested food, that sounds kind of gross, but undigested food can leak through into the bloodstream. Viruses can do the same thing.
1: Exactly.
0: And that causes inflammation. And that really is kind of what leads us to get sick and catch colds
1: and flu. Exactly. You know, we need to make sure our gut is as healthy as possible. We need to seal up those leaky holes. holes, Yeah, sure.
0: yeah, that's kind of what we're saying is that bone broth will help to do that. Yes,
1: it definitely does with those good amino acids in there and collagen. You know what? It's time for our second break. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Sometimes during the cold and flu season, your immune system may need a boost for a couple of weeks to put that cold virus into remission. And many of us nutritionists and dietitians at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we recommend a supplement called Wellness Formula which contains many different immune boosting herbs and vitamins that usually puts the brakes on most cold and flu viruses. So at the first sign of a cold, many people take about take 6 capsules per day for 2 weeks. Have great success with it. So any questions uh, about immune supporting supplements, call 651-699 3438 to get the answers to those questions.
0: Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Do you often get a cold sore when you have a cold or have the flu? You know, that's pretty common when we're sick to also, you know, you kind of start feeling some pain in the side of your mouth and, oh no, I have a cold sore. So if that happens to you, I would suggest that you add an amino acid called L-lysine and you can really, well, first of all, it's going to prevent cold sores if you're prone to them. For sure. But if you start taking it once you have one, it's just going to get it to heal up really quickly. So I would recommend taking either 2-L-lysine or 2-Superlysine. Those are just names of products. We actually have both of those at our offices take those on an empty stomach before breakfast. Another th- quick tip is just to avoid eating almonds. You know, if you feel a cold sore virus coming on, the arginine in almonds is going to reduce the effectiveness of the l lysine. So it's kind of just an interesting fact. It is. And you know how many people eat almonds. And they and, are very healthy. So we're not saying they're not oh, healthy, but just in that one instance. instance for yeah. Sure. That is good information. Yeah, so Marcy, so you know, our topic today, we're talking about how do we prevent cold and flu, and we're talking a lot about bone broth. Yes. But um, I kind of wanted to just add on a little bit of information and share a story. Yeah, that'd be great. It's, it's a timely story. It is very timely. <laughs> you know, we were at the beginning of the show, we said, hey, parents, we totally get it. You know, when your kid gets sick, and you're like, oh, no, they're not going to school. Who's going to watch my child? I'm trying to work. I'm trying mm-hmm. to go to work. So, well, that happened to us this past week. <laughs> yeah. So, although I would like to say my daughter never gets sick, um, she did. She came down with a fever. And so, we kept her home from school. And my husband, he had to call in and, and take a day. Change and his whole day. Change his whole day in his meetings and everything. And so, I just kind of wanted to share with listeners what I did the second that I my daughter got sick, I was like, okay, let's get a plan together. Yes. <laughs> Fortunately, I already had some of these things in my cabinet. <laughs> it's nice to have these, so you don't have to like run out and buy a bunch of immune boosters. That's right. After they're already sick. So there's a great product by Springboard, and I believe it's an Orthomolecular. It is, yes. Brand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called ImmuMax. I-M-U-M-A-X. Max, it's specifically for kids, although adults can take it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a great immune booster. It's got some echinacea, rose hips, propolis. So it's all—it's very safe, you know, for kids. So I started giving her that. You give it to your child three times a day, and then of course, Marcy, we were talking about how we have to support the gut, right, for that immune mm-hmm. system. So, I made sure she was getting like extra good bacteria probiotic supplements. Oh, great. Yep. Every day, as well as um, some extra vitamin D. Perfect. To boost that immune system. Because that's
1: really going to make a big difference there. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I have just a quick question for you. So, with the Immune Max that other people might be questioning too, but, um, you know, in terms of preventing for children, do you Uh give that to Olivia to prevent? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I don't give it to her every single day. Just when she feels like she's coming down with something. So yeah. for listeners who might be interested in knowing more, yeah.
0: It's certainly safe to take every day kind of sure. as prevention. But, to you know, it tastes fairly good, but I don't know that she'd be real excited to take <laughs> it every day. I'm just yeah. being honest. I know, most kids won't. <laughs> but um, at the first sign of any little tickle in her throat or you know, yep. Like, oh no, I do not want her missing a week of school. Yeah. So then I will start this at the very first sign. Perfect. Um, so I guess the success story is that <laughs> she did have a temp of one oh two, but after two days of this protocol of her being homesick, she was able to go back to school. She only missed two days. That's awesome. So I was really job, pleased. Mom. Well, it could have been a week. And <laughs> For sure. That's just stressful on the schedule. Yeah. And you kept <laughs> you kept yourself healthy too, right? I did. You know, that wellness formula yeah. that you were talking about? Um, I ha- I've i learned my lesson. I don't like to run out of that in the winter, so I stock up. Yeah. And I happen to have a bottle, so I just started taking a lot of that. Right. And did you take the six caps a day? I took the six caps a day. I gave some to my husband, Perfect. made him as well, yep. and we did not Catch the illness. Nice. <laughs> so success story. <laughs> Very much a success story, but I would think nothing less
1: for you, Kara. <laughs> um, so maybe we should get back and talk a little bit more about our bone broth. Um, and we when we were before we went to break, we were talking about how it helps the digestive system, um, and something called leaky gut, and it, it's referred to. That name, because viruses and bacteria, like we said earlier, can leak through your intestinal tract and get into your bloodstream uh, to set you up for the latest cold or flu. So it might be just a good idea to get back to the way our grandparents used to eat and stay well and add in some simple bone broth that you can make right in your very own kitchen. And not only will it increase your immune system, but heal that gut with that good collagen as well. And also, like we said earlier, too, is that it's great for your skin. And it gives that skin that elasticity and a youthful appearance. Mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, like I said, I'm going to do that. <laughs> Me I'm too. I'm just going to go make some bone broth today I'm and gonna, start tugging it. I'm going it. home to start the pot, <laughs> The crock pot. Get the
0: pot going. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, a lot of people hear about collagen for skin. And, you know, maybe they're getting creams and stuff like that but yeah. really you know s- skin elasticity and youthful appearance really kind of starts from the inside out it really does so you can get that collagen internally and it's even more effective mm. so here's kind of a thought is that if someone is drinking bone broth daily they might say you know i'm 70 but people are thinking well you look about 50 or 55 <laughs> right that's pretty good <laughs> we know that bone broth Increases hydration, reduces wrinkles and sagging skin, and it's been found to help reduce cellulite. Now, did that perk anybody's ears up? Any I know women out are there. Like, what <laughs> cellulite? What <laughs> right. can I do?
1: <laughs> I know. And here's one more benefit of bone broth: it can actually improve your sleep, and your memory, and your learning. So, and you might be thinking, well, wow, we really are going from immune system to, you know, our skin. And now it can help me with my sleep. This is like a a miracle, (laughs) a a beverage. I know. (laughs) Um, But how it helps you is that there is an amino acid found in bone broth that helps produce the neurotransmitter, which helps us sleep. And also helps us think more clearly, stay motivated, Uh, helps us to remember information and make some good decisions. So think about this. If you have a loved one who doesn't want to cook anymore or a grandma who doesn't want to cook any longer and she is simply just having that bowl of canned soup maybe for lunch and then all of a sudden she's saying to you, I'm just not sleeping like I have before. I'm just not sleeping well. Well, it makes a lot of good sense to just substitute that canned soup for some 12 ounces of homemade bone broth Um, Or make up a real homemade chicken vegetable soup for her and, Mm -hmm. you know, she'll be sleeping better again.
0: And if you're wondering, you know, what is that amino acid that's in bone broth that's going to help with sleep? It's something called glycine. And research has found glycine helps with getting better sleep. It also helps to lower symptoms of anxiety. It can improve memory. And, you know, we've done a lot of shows in the past about sleep and research has found that most people need to be getting at least seven and a half hours of sleep. But young children need more, you know, depending on their age, Mm -hmm. it's common that they would need 10 hours. So another just another tip Especially for parents, you know, if you're wanting to boost your kid's immune system, just make sure they're getting enough sleep as well.
1: Oh, I know. I mean, even, I mean, you can see it happen. You're not getting enough sleep. And what do you know? The next thing is you're sick. It's or so you kind true. of coming down with something or it's just hanging on for a long
0: time. So that sleep yeah. is so big for... We just get run down and yeah. it's like you're more susceptible. For sure. So. Your immune system is lowered when you're sleep deprived.
1: Mm-hmm, it certainly is.
0: And... There is another
1: wonderful benefit of uh, bone broth, as we've shared several with you already. But something as simple as bone broth that you can make in your crock pot in the comfort of your own home, you know, I've actually made it before. It's so easy. You know, you throw the bones in, you throw, and we'll kind of talk about what you do in, in a little bit. But one more reason to include 12 ounces of bone broth in your diet daily is that It's a great source of electrolytes because it has it contains that potassium, that magnesium and sodium. So think about this. Maybe after, you know, some of those basketball games, you know, instead of drinking the Gatorade that's full (laughs) of sugar and chemicals, we hand out some bone broths to our little young athletes. I don't really, th- my kids already hate my job. I do not <laughs> think they're going to be real excited for me to bring
0: them bone broth after a game. But, you know, right? if it's going to work, what the heck? You know, there, we can just only dream that someday yeah. Gatorade will be replaced by bone broth. <laughs> That's post right. Post game. Post game. Yep. The, the bottom line is that bone broth not only supports our immune health, But it helps to heal our whole body, as you can tell from all of the benefits that we're talking about. Most certainly. So you're probably asking the question, well, okay, there's all these great things. How do I go about making bone broth? And it's really not that hard. It might sound overwhelming. But, I mean, I prefer chicken. You know, there are other ways to do it as well. But you just save up your chicken bones. And it looks like it is time for our break. So we're going to get back to how to make bone broth after our third break. That sounds great. You are
1: listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Next week, join Joanne and I as we discuss what fats are the best to use when cooking. We'll be talking about such things as the fats to use when you are roasting vegetables, why some oils like soy and corn oils are refined, damaged fats, and what to look for to know if your salad dressing is made with healthy fats. So I invite you to call in next week with your questions about fats and oils. It should be a fun and informative discussion.
0: Welcome back, you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition and we're talking about how to boost your immune system so you can prevent cold and flu this season. So I'm gonna give you guys a little teaser, (laughs) just list some supplements that you might find helpful And then we're going to finish talking about how to make bone broth. And we'll come back and we'll go into more detail on these supplements in just a few minutes. But um, we recommend, these are some immune boosting supplements. I think most people already know vitamin C. Also zinc is very, very important for immune system. As well as vitamin D. Mm -hmm. shared that I gave that to my daughter um, when she was sick this past week. Cod liver oil is also wonderful for that vitamin A and D, and it has some fish oil in there. And Marcy had talked about bifidobalance, which is a wonderful probiotic or good bacteria. And then for immune function, there's a, it's a formula that has a bunch of different vitamins, herbs that support immune system. It's called wellness formula. You know, all of those immune-boosting supplements are available at all seven of our nutritional weight and wellness locations. And you can go to our website to check them out, weightandwellness.com. And I think, is it called the vitamins tab or products? Yeah, it's products. Products. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So weightandwellness.com, you can browse through all of the supplements that are available. Um, and, you know, just another two more <laughs> quick reminders on what to do to boost that immune system. We had mentioned before the break, getting enough sleep is super important. At least seven and a half hours for adults. Mm-hmm. Kids often need more, like for sure, nine or ten. Yep. And staying away from sugar. You know, again, whenever we eat sugar or foods that are turning into sugar, like pasta, bread, cereal, yep. As Robert Crahan says, that paralyzes our immune system. Right. And so if so, you're sick
1: or you're coming down with something, you don't want to reach for the crackers. That might sound really good because you're really not very hungry because that's just going to feed the sugar or it's going to turn into sugar and then paralyze the immune system. Yeah, so.
0: And then also the carb, the high carb foods and the sugars Kind of feed, I think you were probably going to say feed like the virus or feed the bacteria. Yes, exactly. Yeah, And it's harder to get well. So
1: So let's stick to our bone
0: broth. All right. Let's get back to that. (laughs) Get back into how we make some bone broth. Car is going to fill us all in. So I had started before break saying you're going to start obviously with the bones. And so, um, and I prefer chicken. And if you can get chickens that were raised, you know, out in the pasture, Mm grass-fed chickens, you're going to get more nutrients and just less junk. So if that's possible, that's going to be your best option. And now here's something, I'm not sure what (laughs) listeners are going to think about this, but... You can add chicken feet. You can get you can just buy a pound of chicken feet at your local co-op. I don't know how many people have looked for that. <laughs> um, you know, it's really just the collagen. Yes. And all the great stuff. It's not like you're going to be eating it. No,
1: no, no, no. You're just
0: making the broth. Hide so, it
1: underneath all the rest of the carrots and celery. And you don't
0: have to look at it. <laughs> but, you know, that's I guess that's optional. It's super healthy. But you definitely are going to need bones from about two chickens. And you put that in your crock pot or your slow cooker. So that's doing all the work. Right, mm-hmm. Marcy? Yeah, it's easy. And you pour in about a gallon of water over the bones and feet. Yep. A quarter cup of vinegar. That's going to help to pull the minerals out of the bones. Um, you know, that's where we're getting most of our nutrients. Yeah. So we want to pull the minerals out with the vinegar. Exactly. Take about a quarter of an onion and several cloves of garlic. And sometimes, you know, you you can certainly add in celery stalks, carrots, and parsley. And as it's cooking down, um, that's just going to add a wonderful flavor. You can also add herbs like turmeric or ginger. Put the crock pot or the slow cooker on low and it's really best if you're cooking this overnight. It is. It needs that long, slow cooking process. Yeah. So um those were instructions for chicken. You can also certainly use bones from beef. Mm-hmm. I mean you could or you could use beef bones, excuse me, or venison bones or pork bones.
1: Correct. Yeah. And then you have you wake up and you have your little cup of bone broth all ready for you in the morning. Yeah, it's really easy. It really is, and uh, you know, it tastes good and it's warm and inviting, especially in this cool weather that we're having now. Um, so I think we should jump back into go back over some of those um, supplements that Kara was talking about when we came back from break. Um, so one of the first ones we were talking about is vitamin C, and how much vitamin C should we be taking? Well, we recommend at least 1,000 milligrams a day. It's a Mm -hmm. nice,
0: easy dose. Yep. Mm -hmm. The second one is zinc. It's a mineral that I think it's 75% of the population or something like that. Three out of four people are low in zinc. They're just not getting enough from their food. Right. So we really recommend for immune system to take 30 to 50 milligrams of zinc at bedtime.
1: It's perfect. Uh, it's easy. You Don't have to take it three times a day because yeah. you know, you just take it right at bedtime. The third one we want to talk about is, and Car mentioned it earlier, is that vitamin D. So, how much vitamin D should you take? Well, we recommend taking about two thousand to four thousand IU's daily, and you want to make sure you take that with food because it will. It's fat soluble, so it's. Better metabolized with some food.
0: Mm-hmm. Excellent. And then the next one. This is also another fat soluble vitamin, and so you want to take this next one with food as well. It's called cod liver oil. Mm. People Along often with your think like, like, "Oh, yeah, chicken feed <laughs> and, cod, and cod, cod liver oil." oil. We're a blast today. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, we're getting back to what our grandparents were doing. That's for sure. That's when we hear about these things, right? Making yeah. bone broth with chicken feet, mm-hmm. taking cod liver oil. But I think our grandparents were onto something with oh, that. Oh, I think they were. You know, a couple teaspoons of cod liver oil is going to give you a little bit more vitamin D. You'll probably still need a separate vitamin D. Yeah, I would um, say. But it does have a lot of vitamin A for immune system. And also some great fish oil in there. Yeah, for sure. And the other one that we
1: would suggest is doing that bifido balance or a good probiotic. Um, If you and we recommend taking either a capsule or powder form, whichever is easiest for you to be more compliant with. But it helps boost that immune system, and you know we usually say take at least three capsules a day, Mm -hmm. and and. Probiotics are always best taken before your meal, maybe 10 to 15 minutes before you eat on an empty stomach, and that'll just one other easy way to increase that gut health and immune system. Mm-hmm.
0: And then lastly, we have been talking about a product called Wellness Formula. It's by Source Naturals. Um we're not going to talk about all the ingredients because there's quite a few, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of there's some herbs, some vitamins, Um, all immune boosting ingredients. And, you know, I know this might sound like a lot, but if you are feeling like you're coming down with something, you're going to want to take six capsules per day. Yeah, But it really, really works. That's what kept my husband and I from catching what my daughter had this past week. So we didn't have to miss work. (laughs) Right, exactly. So it's a great, great thing to have
1: in your... uh, cupboard, just as Kara had yeah.
0: said, right? I learned my lesson past years. Oh no, we're coming down with something and it's nine PM Yeah and we don't have any immune boosters in the cupboard. <laughs> right. So now what do we do? So you stock so up. Everybody
1: stock up. Everybody stock up on your bone broth for the season here. Make a make a good pot tonight. And um you like we were talking about throughout the whole show is that you want to have about but 12 ounces a day of some good healthy bone broth. It's going to, you know, help that immune mm-hmm. system, help your skin and joint health. What else, Carl?
0: Your well, electrolytes, all that yeah, stuff. Right? Yeah. Oh my gosh. The benefits are just, they They're, keep going. They do. And, you know, we talk about drinking bone broth, but you can make it into a soup as well.
1: You sure can. So our goal at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is to help each and every person experience better health through eating real food. It's a simple yet powerful message. Eating real food is life-changing. Thank you for listening. Have a great day, everyone.